Yesterday we began a very important um, discussion. On one of the major components of life. You recall that we talked about eight major components of life. Spiritual life. Minister life. Family life. Health. Tanzi. Career. Finances. Development. And social life. And what we are doing this month is to really delve into these eight major areas of life. Because we established that life can never be fulfilling if we don't pay attention to these eight major components. And the highest of all these dimensions is the spiritual dimension. Because everything begins in the spiritual. We know that our God has no beginning and no ending. But this God is spirit. The author of everything, the creator of all. He is spirit. He is spirit. That is where everything originates from. So, the spiritual is more important than anything else. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, I'm speaking in this service on building a solid spiritual life, part two. Building a solid spiritual life. And when we talk of building a solid spiritual life, we are really talking about having a strong and vibrant relationship with Jesus. Our relationship with Jesus must be strong. The Bible speaking in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 10. Bible Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 10. It says, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. God wants us to be strong in him. In Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 to 7. Kwa Colossians 2, verse 6, pagana 7. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 to 7. Colossians 2, verse 6, pagana 7. The Bible says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Akutimunga muna andia kotelo Christu Yesu ambuye kotelo yendani mwaiye. 
rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding in it with thanksgiving. Let us have this verse in the New Living Translation. It says here this, let your roots grow down into him, meaning into Christ. Your spiritual roots must grow down into him. That means building a solid spiritual life is really about attaining Christ. Going deeper into the deep things of God. The Bible talks about the deep things of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 9 to 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 9 to 10. The Bible says as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard now have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, searches all things, yeah, the deep things of God. Building a solid spiritual life is about going deeper into the deep things of God. Hallelujah. Amen. When Peter was to have a mighty catch of fish, Jesus told him to launch out into the deep. Luke chapter 5 and verse number 4. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep. Building a solid spiritual life is about launching out into the deep things of God. Launching into the deep things of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Psalm 42, you know the passage, verse number 7. Psalm 42, the Bible says, deep calls unto deep. Deep calls unto deep. We need to dive deeper into God. The challenge with so many of us is that we are too shallow. Christians are shallow in the things of God. That is why they can't stand the harshness of life. 
I was looking at the parable of the sword. Which you find in Mark chapter 4 verses 4 to 9. Matthew chapter 13 verses 3 to 6. And Matthew 13. Matthew 13, verses 3 to 6. Verse 3, and 6. Mark 4, verses 4 to 9. Mark 4, verse 4, and 9. The Bible says that it happened as he saw that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had here this no depth of earth zina zinagwa pamalo amiyala pamene panalibedo tilambiri zinamela mofulumira chifacha kuti panalibedo tilambiri verse number 5 is the sad reality of so many christians verse 5 ikuonetsera zoveza chisoni zimezuchitika miyo ya kristo ambiri this is seed that fell on the ground not doubt about that it fell on the ground but the challenge is that it fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth yes there wasn't much soil there wasn't much soil the result was that it had no depth. There is no doubt you are born again, but you are lacking depth. That is why you complain like everyone complains. You cut corners just like everyone is cutting corners. You behave like everybody is behaving. You are lacking depth. You are born again, but you are lacking depth. You have not grown roots into Christ. Some of you can backslide anytime. You can complain anytime. You can lie anytime. You see, put a Christian under pressure. Chances are that he will lie. He's too shallow. He's too shallow to abort the truth. He is too shallow to uphold the truth. Just shake him a little. You lie like water, sir. He has no depth. He has no depth. He has no depth. Mm. Lack of depth is the greatest challenge of the modern day believer. He's not properly grounded in the things of God. We don't have much time tonight. I want us to quickly examine what I'm calling sponsors of spiritual depth. Sponsors of spiritual depth. 
How can I attain spiritual depth? What are the things I need to expose myself to? We'll pick seven of them very quickly. Number one. True repentance and heart brokenness. True repentance. And then heart brokenness. And heart brokenness there will speak of a heart that is yielded to God. A yielded heart is critical for the birthing of depth in God. A yielded heart is critical for the birthing of depth in God. Check in your Bible. Anyone who ever attained some dimension of depth in God was heartbroken. David was one man who had his own fair share of blunders. Call them scandals if you like. And yet he is called a man after God's own heart. Why? It's because he mastered the art of yieldedness. Whenever he sinned, he was quick to yield and to repent. For example, the day he committed adultery with Bathsheba and masterminded the killing of her husband Uriah and the prophet of God Nathan confronted him for that mistake the man immediately went into repentance that is the day he composed Psalm 51. Which is a psalm of repentance. And in verse number 17, please listen to this. Psalm 71 and verse number 17. Psalm 51 he is talking about the sacrifices of God. The ones that God will never despise. He says there are three. A broken spirit. A broken heart. A contrite heart. This is the kind of heart we all need to have. A heart that is broken before God. A heart that is contrite before God. A heart that is panting for God. Many people do not have this kind of heart. 
There is no brokenness in their praying. There is no brokenness in their worship of God. There is no brokenness in their approach unto him. It was David who said as a deer pants for the water brook so pants my soul pants my heart for your God. David The hearts of so many people are not panting for God if they are panting at all. Psalm 42 verse number 1. Masalimo 42 verse 1. As a deer pants for the water brooks. So pant my sorrow for your God. This is the kind of heart we need to embrace if we are ever going to develop spiritual depth. We are talking about a heart that is desperate for God. A heart that is craving for God. I'm saying to you, you don't have this kind of heart. You don't have this kind of heart. That is why your Christian life is shallow. That is why your Christian life is shaky. That is why your Christian life is questionable. In Psalm 63 verses 1 to 2. Listen to the words of a broken man. Oh God, you are my God. Ele will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. What are you thirsting for? My flesh longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. Broken heart. Dima Osweka. The broken heart. Dima Osweka. You remember Jesus gave a story. He says two people went to the temple. One was a sinner. The other one was some Pharisee or something like that. And this Pharisee church man went there with you no know, shoulder high, chest out. Said, Oh Lord, your son is here. You know, I fast and pray a couple of times a week. <laughs> Luke 18 verse 11. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. Verse number 12. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. <laughs> and the tax collector, the sinner boy, 
standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven. You see, that's the position of a broken heart. I'm not even worthy to lift my eyes unto you, O Lord. The Bible says he would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast. He beat his chest. He beat his chest. In desperation. And he said, God be merciful to me, a sinner. Be merciful unto me. He beat himself on the chest. He had godless sorrow. The Bible says godless sorrow leads to repentance. What has happened to us? God is asking today's believers what Paul asked the Galatian church. Galatians chapter 3 and verse number 1. He says, Oh foolish Galatians. Oh foolish believers. Oh foolish members of the church. Who has bewitched you? It's a bewitchment if you don't have a broken and contrite heart. If you don't have a heart that is yielded to the spirit of God, you are a bewitched fellow. Who has bewitched? That you should not obey the truth. If a believer is no longer yielding to the things of the spirit, no longer yielding to the truth of the word of God, he is bewitched. In the world of architectural science, the height of a building will be a function of its foundation. Similarly, in the spirit realm, you can never rise higher than the depth of your foundation in God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sponsors of spiritual depth, number two. Hunger and thirst. The Bible says in Matthew 5 and verse number 6, hunger and thirst. Hunger and thirst. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be feared. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Now this hunger and thirst is nothing but a deep-seated grave 
for God. A heart that yearns for God. A heart that is yearning for God. A heart that is saying my satisfaction is in no one else and in nothing else but God. Isaiah 55 verse 1. Isaiah 55 verse 1. Isaiah 55 and verse 1. Isaiah 55 verse 1. The Bible says, Bible Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. Come to the waters. The waters of God are for the thirsty. The thirsty. People that have emptied themselves for God. Those that are saying, I want all of you. And none of me. I want all of you and none of me. Lord, I've emptied myself of everything in order to be filled of you. These are people that are saying you can get the whole world, but give me Jesus. My satisfaction is only in this Jesus. In this Jesus. The Bible speaking in Isaiah 44. And verse number 3. Verse 3. Isaiah 44. And verse number 3. Verse 3. God speaking, he says, For I will pour water on him who is thirsty. And floods on the dry ground. He says, I'll pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. He's looking for a heart that is thirsty. A heart that is saying, I'm hungry for you. You remember? <laughs> What Moses said to God in Exodus 33. You can start reading from verse number 10 down to 21. Now, he told God, he said, if you don't go with us, don't allow us to live here. Verse 15. If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us out from here. If you're not going to go with us, we are not interested to go. Because you are the only one who matters to us. What shall it profit a man if he gained the whole world and he lost his soul in hell? He says, what shall distinguish your people and I from the people of other nations and kingdoms? If you don't go with us, Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. How hungry and thirsty are you 
for God. I know some of you have some level of hunger but for wrong things. We are talking about being desperate for God. Thirsting for righteousness. Thirsting for righteousness. Thirsting for the things of God. Paul said I want to know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of sharing his suffering. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. I want to know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. Being conformed to his death. I want, I want, that's hunger. I want to know him. 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 Many of us have gone to the mountains. But check what you went there to do. To pray for promotion. To pray for marital breakthrough. To pray for babies. What else did you pray for? <laughs> but you see, Paul would go to such places that I may know him. That I may know him. That I may know him. Lord, I'm here to know you. Reveal yourself to me. Reveal yourself to me. Not many of us are concerned about that. Most of us, our prayers are simply a shopping list of, you know, give me, give me, give me, give me. 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 Oh Lord. Show my husband that you are God. Show my husband that you are God. The king's heart is in your hands. I know the heart of this man is in your hands. Twist him, O oh Lord. Twist his heart. Turn it around. That he will no longer be coming home at 1 a.m. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> There is nothing like I want to know you, Lord. Reveal yourself to me. I want to have depth in you, Lord. Number three. Sponsors of spiritual growth. Number three. Spiritual understanding. Spiritual understanding. Understanding. The key of understanding. Amen. 
Amen. Spiritual understanding converts to quausim. Okay. Spiritual understanding converts to quausim. We can't go deep into the things of God without understanding. Sitinga zame muzindu zamulungu popanda kuvetsetsa. In Jeremiah chapter 9. Jeremiah chapter 9. Verses 23 to 24. Verse 23 mpaka 24. The Bible says. Bible ikuti. That the greatest achievement in life. Chindu cha chikuru kwa mbili chimene tinga te kufikira moyo. Is to understand God. Ndiye kuvetsetsa mulungu. So we see from the book of Jeremiah that God can be understood. Tukuona kuchoka na mbukula Yeremia kutitita kumvetsetsa mulungu. Let him more glory is glory in this. That he understands and knows me. He says that is the highest achievement you can attain in this life. The highest attainment in life is not that you became wise. The highest attainment in life is not that you became rich. Or you became strong. But the highest achievement in life is to understand and know God. The more you understand, the deeper you become. In Matthew chapter 13, Jesus is interpreting the parable of the soul. Matthew 13 verses 18 to 23. You remember he has given us that parable in verses 3 to 6. But in 18 to 23, he is interpreting the meaning of it. Therefore, hear the parable of the soul. Quickly, please. Quickly, verse 19. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. Verse number 20. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Next verse. Now, he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. Now, hear this. But he who received seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it. Understands it. Who indeed bears fruit 
and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. How much you produce is a matter of understanding. The more you understand, the deeper you go. In this kingdom, depth is a function of understanding. You remember in Acts chapter 8, verses 26 going down there to 32. That fellow was asked a question, the Ethiopian eunuch was asked a question. Philip asked him a question. Because he found him reading from the book of Isaiah. He said, do you understand? Adam Fusa, Kodu Kumvetsa. Give me 29, please. Yeah, yeah, verse number 30, yes. So Philip ran to him and held him reading the prophet Isaiah. And he asked him a question Do you understand what you are reading? Kodimu Kumvetsa, Zimenemu Kuerengazi. You have been reading your Bible, but do you understand it? Makamumo, Eringa Bible Rand, Kumakodimu Kumanivetsa. Anything you don't understand, you cannot stand out in it. A student who don't, doesn't understand his material cannot stand out during exams. All students have understanding. Including the one who scored 20%. The problem is that he has little understanding. So the less you understand, the less you score. I thank God that when I was a student, I had a lot of understanding. Especially mathematics. Hey. <laughs> Geography. 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 My Ge- God. Mm. Geography I used to hit 98. 98%. Understanding. When you understand it, you stand out in it. You stand out in it. If you don't understand how marriage works, you can never stand out in marriage. That is why you are struggling, Marita. You do not understand the things. It's true. You know what the Bible says? This should motivate you to run away from ignorance and lack of understanding. This verse I'm about to read. How many are promising that, Pastor, when you read me this verse, I will run away from lack of understanding. I will go for understanding. Are you sure? Are you sure? Proverbs 21, verse 16. Proverbs 21, verse 16. 
A man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. Muntu amena machoka panjira yandu anzeru adzapezeka mkulantu akufa. To lack understanding is to dine with the dead. Lack of understanding is a gateway to stagnation. King James Version. Proverbs 21 verse 16. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. Shall remain, shall remain, shall remain. That is when you lack understanding. You remain a struggler in the area you lack understanding. Let him who glory, glory in this. That he knows and understands me. May you receive understanding in the name of Jesus. Now, let's get back to that. Uh, Acts chapter 8 verse 30. Philip is asking that Ethiopian eunuch there. Was reading from the book of Isaiah. Most likely Isaiah 53. He asked him a question. Can you imagine the guy was busy reading? Busy reading. That you are concentrating does not mean you have understood it. He was busy reading. I see him in, in, in his specs. <laughs> Serious. Philip looked at him and said, My, 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 my. This is high level concentration. And I, I, most likely the guy is understanding what he's reading. But anyway, for the sake of starting the conversation, let me ask him. But I, it looks like he is understanding. Sir, do you understand what you are reading? Philip was shocked. Because in verse number 31, the man, now instead of saying, I don't understand, <laughs> how can I understand? Unless someone interprets this thing. <laughs> so that you are reading and sweating does not mean you have understood it. From today, receive understanding. I said receive understanding. I said receive understanding. I said receive understanding. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the cheapest way to access understanding is to pray for it. Mm, in 
119 verse 18 you know the passage Psalm 119 and verse 18 the psalmist said open my eyes that I may see that I may see understanding is a product of prayers Lord, give me understanding. As I read your word, give me understanding. Lord, give me understanding. I want to know you. And the power of Christ's resurrection. I want to know your will. Help me to understand your will. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. Ephesians 5, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 5 and I, verse 17. I verse 17. Therefore, do not be unwise. But understand what the will of the Lord is. In Psalm 119. Let's look at a couple of verses from there. Let's get to Psalm 119 now, beginning with verse number 34. Why did David? Stand out. Listen to this. Give me understanding. Give me understanding. And I shall keep you alone. Do you know why you are failing to obey the word of God? Because you don't understand it. Give me understanding and I shall keep it. Give me understanding of your word and I shall observe it with my whole heart. Verse 73. Verse 73. Verse 73. My God. He says, the, the, the second part of that verse. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Verse 125. Verse 125. Verse 125. Verse 125. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. Verse number 144. Verse 144. 144. Verse 144. The righteousness of your testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding and I shall leave. Verse number 169. Verse 169. 169. Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Hear this. What is the cry about? Give me understanding according to your word. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all your getting, don't forget to get understanding. Get understanding. So understanding can be acquired through prayers. Understanding is a spirit. 
Understanding is a spirit, meaning that understanding is an anointing. There is what we call the spirit of understanding. So you can ask God to fill you with the spirit of understanding. The spirit of understanding. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Why did Solomon stand out? When the Lord appeared to him in that room, he asked for understanding. 1 Kings chapter 3. One more chapter three, verses five to nine. Verse five, in nine. He said, "Give me a discerning and an understanding heart." I wouldn't be saying in tima wagu zindiki la kumanso wagu vetseta. Somebody shout hallelujah! Hallelujah! Go to verse number seven. Go to verse number seven. Mm. Now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David, but I am a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. Verse number eight. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen a great people too numerous to be numbered or counted. Verse number nine. Now here it is. Therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart. Mm. A discerning heart. That I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge these great people of yours? Receive understanding in the name of Jesus. Receive understanding in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout with me, I receive understanding. I receive understanding. Sponsors of spiritual Number one, true repentance and heartbrokenness. Number two, hunger and thirst. Number three, spiritual understanding. Number four, divine encounter. Divine encounter. Which is more than just being born again. What is a divine encounter? When we talk of a divine encounter, we are talking about an experience with God that gives you a deeper understanding of his power and character. An experience with God that deepens your understanding of Him. An experience with God that opens your eyes to know God in a certain way. An experience with God that launches you deeper into him. This experience can be a vision. 
Kukumana nae kumene kuwato kala masompenya. A revelation. Vumbuluto. A fresh release of fire, power, or anointing. Kumasuri da watso paano kwa mpamfu moto kuzoza. It can be a testimony. Uto kala umboni. But something happens to you by God. Kumachina chake, chimachitika paimu yondimurungu. That makes you to say like Naaman said. Chima kupangitsa ni kutimula nkule munga nama nadala nkulira. Now I know. So pano ndaziwa. Now I know. So pano ndaziwa. That there is no God anywhere else in this world except in Israel. Kutimuziko la basiri kulikose kulime somuru kukupatula kuistrae. The man had an experience with God. Mutu yu wada kumana ndimuru ngu. Hmm. 2 Kings chapter 5 verses 1 to 15. Tumafumi chapter 5 verse 1 paka na 15. 2 Kings chapter 5 verses 1 to 15. Tumafumi chapter 5 verse 1 paka 15. The man was a leper when you read verse number 1. Mwaweka verse 1 mtu yadali wakate. Yes, he was a leper. Adali mtu wakate. And he didn't lack the condition. Ndipo sanka sisi ngamu sangala same adali limo. And then hope was given him that if only he went to meet Elisha would be healed of his leprosy. And when he went to meet Elisha, Elisha was busy with other assignments. So he just tasked one of the protocol officers to tell Naaman to go and dip himself in the river Jordan seven times. Of course, he was not very well pleased with that kind of approach. He began to inquire to say, did you really tell him that it's me who has come? Please, let's observe status. It's not like that because you are a man of God then you just send any other Jim and Jack to tell people things. You are laughing but you have the same attitude. You have the same attitude. Because some of you when you approach me to say pastor I need prayer. And I say, please meet that pastor. I see change on your face. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You say, no, no, no. I need higher grace. <laughs> because my problem is not a normal problem. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when the man went to dip himself in the river Jordan seven times, the Bible says, can we have verse number 14, please? Verse 14. All right. So he went down and dipped seven times in the Jordan according to the saying of the man of God. And what happened to his body? The Bible says his body was restored like the flesh of a little child. What Naaman experienced is an example of a divine encounter. As I said, it can be a vision. It can be 
a very supernatural dream it can be a revelation it can be the voice of God speaking to you audibly like a man is talking to his friend or it can be a major breakthrough like it happened with Nehemiah at verse number 15 the confession that Nehemiah made to Elisha is showing us that he had a certain, by that encounter, he attained a certain depth of understanding of God. He said, number one, indeed. Number two, now. That is, before now, I didn't have this depth. I have changed level. I am in a new phase. I am no longer the man of two hours ago. Something has happened to me. When you see some people addicted to God, don't say Aronjesa. It's because they have attained a certain depth of God. 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 You need to have a personal experience with God. Otherwise, many things will be a surprise to you. When you come to church and you see a sister worshiping God in tears, you may think they are crazy. If you don't have this encounter with God, so many things will be a surprise to you. When you come to church and you see a brother like mad. You may think that something is wrong with him. No, it is you, it is you. There is something wrong with you. Because this brother has attained a certain depth of God. He was God at a higher level than you do. When you come to church, you see people giving like mad. Don't think they are crazy. It's because they have attained a certain depth in God which you have not attained yet. When you hear Habakkuk saying in Habakkuk chapter 3 verses 17 to 18 Habakkuk chapter 3 he says though the fig dream may not blossom no fruit be on the vines though the labor of the olive may fail everything is scattered yet I will rejoice in the Lord I will rejoice in the Lord I will joy in the God of my son don't you think that Habakkuk is out of his mind? No, it is because he has attained a certain depth in, in God. God. Depth in God. Tell your neighbor, God deeper, God deeper. It's time to launch deeper. Those of you that have been sailing in shallow waters, don't be surprised that what, what, what you catch are tadpoles. Tadpoles. 
tadpoles, not even the chule itself, but tadpoles. <laughs> tadpoles, Anna chule. Ah, okay, okay. Oh, bururu, okay. Okay. Not the chule. The chule is not found in those places. Okay. It's only the tadpoles. <laughs> tadpoles. Bururu. You know why? You have tadpole testimonies. Because you are selling in shallow water. When if only you can decide that this week I'm going to fast. This week I'm going to read at least 12 chapters of the Bible daily. You will have started launching into deeper water. Where you are going to encounter Kampango. Kampango. <laughs> My friend, there is a difference between Kampango and Utaka. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You have had Utaka type of testimonies. Because you have been selling in shallow water. Casting your nets in shallow water. Come on, it is time to launch out into the deep. Launch into deeper revelations. Launch into deeper experiences with Jesus. I said deeper experiences with Jesus. I said deeper experiences with Jesus. I said deeper experiences with Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Someone here we know what must say for the next 21 days I will read just one book of the Bible. One book of the Bible. No matter how short. Titus has got how many chapters? <laughs> okay, Philippians has how many chapters? Philippians, chapter and huh? Four. Four chapters. How many chapters? Four. Four chapters. You are correct. How many chapters? Four. Four chapters. Uh -huh. You say for the whole month of September. I'm digesting Philippians. Until I dig the gold that is inside it. Hallelujah. Amen. You read it three times a day. Five times a day. Ten times a day. Every day. For 30 days. Something will hit your spirit. Something will hit your heart. To change you. To change you. To change. To change. To change. To change. I want you to stand up. I'm, I'm not yet done preaching, but mm -hmm. I want you to rise. For the next three minutes, I want you to pray like mad. Lord, I need an encounter with you. Give me an encounter. Give me an encounter. By revelation, by vision, by testimony, by whatever means. Lord, I need an 
encounter. Now lift your voice and begin to pray. Online on ground. People online on ground. Online on ground. Lord, give me an encounter. I need an encounter. I need an encounter. I need an encounter. I need an encounter. Shakata rakata la Jesus, mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. And be seated. Look at Moses. Moses. Moses fled from the land of Egypt. Exodus chapter 2 verse 15. Exodus 2 verse 15. 
Yeah, when Pharaoh heard of this, he sought to kill Moses. But Father. Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian. Mm. Amen. Amen. The man Moses fled from the land of Egypt. Moses had a tower to go like Gubuto. But you see, if there wasn't any encounter with God, so when I talk of encounter, I mean with God. I don't have to mention with God. Okay. If there wasn't any encounter, you wouldn't have gone back to the land of Egypt. And before God could tell Moses anything, he first of all helped Moses to have an encounter. He saw a burning bush that was not consumed. He watched it for a long time. He said, I think maybe after an hour, this thing should be consumed. Maybe one hour passed, two hours, three hours. He said, what kind of bush is this? That is not burning. That is not being consumed at all. So he said, I will step aside to behold this strength site. My God. I will now turn aside and see this great sign why the bush does not burn. And when he did, a voice came from inside the fire. Moses. 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 Even if it were you. Huh? Uh-huh. It may not be a burning bush. But a voice is coming from a mango tree. The mango tree that you planted 15 years ago. You come close to it. And then it says. Chileto, chileto. Hey. <laughs> is it making sense? Mm. And after they transacted. They God said, I'm sending you to Egypt to rescue my people. All fear vanished. His concern, he never said, but you know Pharaoh wanted to kill me. His concern was his stammering. Says I am a stammerer. This assignment you are giving me requires eloquence. I don't know how to speak. I'm a stammerer. But he never said. I'm afraid of Pharaoh. Because that encounter cancelled fear. 
You know why you are still timid? It's because you have not encountered God yet. But I pray that before this month expires, you shall have an encounter with the God of heaven. I said you shall have an encounter with the God of heaven. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I'm talking to you. Shout a better louder. Amen. His other concern was, will my own people believe me? When I said to them that I met someone in the wilderness, and they asked me, what is his name? What am I going to tell them? What are your names? Says, tell them. That I am, that I am. Has met me. In the wilderness. Not Pharaoh. Pharaoh was no longer a factor. When you encounter God, he empties your fears and reservations. Think of Peter in Luke chapter 5. The man loved fishing. Verses 1 to 10. But when he got that big catch, the man began to cry. He was afraid. He was afraid. You know, there are certain testimonies when God gives you that testimony, you become afraid. Huh? Mm. Yeah, you become afraid. You become afraid. The man Peter was on his knees. He said, depart from me. For I am a sinful man, O Lord. And when Jesus said, follow me, do you think there was any reservation? If this man we've met for the first time and is giving me this kind of big catch and we've never met before, we are meeting for the first time. What if I become his follower? You know why you have struggles following God? It's because you've not met him. You've just been hearing about God. May you know him personally. In the name of Jesus. I'm talking to you. Can I hear a lot of shout of amen here? Amen. Three more. Sponsors of spiritual depth. Number five. Seasons of prayer and fasting. Seasons of prayer and fasting. Especially personal times of prayer and fasting. We are not talking about corporate, but personal. Personal times of prayer and fasting. 
Because some people only wait for corporate fasting. They don't even follow all the rules. That will know that you want to achieve a certain level of depth in God when you embark on your own personal, individualized, private prayer and fasting. When we pray, secrets are revealed. And revelation is a gateway to depths. Daniel 2 verse 19. Daniel 2 verse 19. When Daniel and friends prayed. The secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. When we pray. Secrets are revealed. And revelation is a gateway to depth. Number six. Systematic and consistent search of the scriptures. Systematic and consistent search of the scriptures. Not once in a while. I'm not talking about haphazard reading of the Bible. I'm talking about a search of the scriptures. A search of the scriptures. Well, that picture, isn't it, about the Berean Christians in Acts chapter 17. Acts chapter 17. Verses 10 to 11. Acts chapter 17. Verses 10 to 11. Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived... They went into the synagogue of the Jews. What happened? Verse 11. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received, hear this, the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. I like that. Mm. They searched the scriptures daily. Each one of us must begin to search the scriptures daily. What does it mean in practice to search the scriptures daily. Number one. It means to study your Bible. Reading it book by book, chapter by chapter. Reading your Bible daily, reading book by book and chapter by chapter. Number two, chapter by chapter. Searching the scriptures, number two. 
Will mean giving yourself a daily scripture reading target. Giving yourself a daily scripture reading target. That is, you give yourself a daily target of chapters to read. Number three. Searching the scriptures will mean picking a topic of the Bible and reading around all the verses that talk about that topic. So if you pick the subject of faith, you use the concordance or if you have these electronic gadgets, you do a search of that particular subject. If you have an electronic Bible, you search faith and then all verses about faith will come out. Mm. And then you say, okay, whether there are 700 verses that have been highlighted, you read around each and every verse that talks about that topic because you want to go deeper into the understanding of that topic. Searching the scriptures will also mean next reading spiritual books on subject matters of interest. So if you are saying, I want to know more about faith, I want to know more about sanctification, I want to know more about giving, I want to know more about financial prosperity, apart from reading the Bible, you gather for yourself books that have been written on that subject matter and you digest them from cover to cover until you finish the lot that you have. Somebody was sick for about 17 years. One day, he went to the bookshop and he came across a book on healing. He was a Christian, he was reading his Bible. But he was still sick for about 17 years. Tormented by a particular affliction. But when he read that book, he came to What's your interest for showing him there? What are you trying to do? I'm talking about you, Chris. What's your interest for zooming that brother there? I can see it on this. It's not necessary. Don't do that. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. He read that book. On healing. Something like keys to divine health or something. And as he was reading, 
Light came. Light. Light. He came to a particular page. I think page 87 of that book or, that, or something like that. He stopped. He said, I didn't know that the devil is this cheap. Sickness, you're out of my body. That was the end of the affliction. That was the end of the affliction. When you lack light, you suffer in darkness. And darkness means bondage, captivity. What you are looking for to change your life. Can I tell you where it is? It is in a particular book. The book you have not read yet. There is a book. And maybe it is one of the books I have written that is carrying your solution. My daughter said to me some other time, some time back, Send me your book, Success Tips for Teenagers and Young Adults. I sent it to her in school. She read it. She said, Daddy, I didn't know that what was bothering me is you have already written. About it. It's in the book. I have read it. And that problem is no, no more. What you need to change your life is in a book. You want to be a good husband. All you are doing is to pray. You are praying with one eye open. And that, my friend, there are books we have written on the role of a husband in marriage. Buy and read. Your problem is that you want to be given the book for free. You will not be given for free. You have to buy. Sit down and read. You know, things that you didn't buy, sometimes if you are not careful, you, 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 you will not value it. That's why some of you, you haven't yet read the book you borrowed. You know, there are some Christians. The moment they see someone with a book, they have a borrowing syndrome. Please, I want to read that. Wow. 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 <laughs> Give me two weeks. It is now two years. He even lost the book and he never read it. In the past, I used to give people books. Especially when counseling them. I say, okay. Then I get a book. I go to the bookshop. And buy. 
My own book, so. Buy and give. I changed. These days, I just refer you. <laughs> Buy my book on this subject. You don't have money, you perish. You have to buy. Because when you buy it using your money, you are most likely going to read it. You are most likely going to read it. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Searching the scriptures also listening to teaching messages. Listening to teaching messages. If there are videos, not just listening, but also watching. Be in the habit of listening to sermons all the time. Those of you that have got cars, play messages in your car as you drive them around. As you drive your vehicles around, play messages. You may not pay attention all the time, but for the short time that you will be listening to that message, something will be loaded in your spirit. And please don't listen to a message once. Please. Don't listen to a message once. Like this message. You need for you to really benefit from it. You need to listen to it over and over. Download it from Facebook or YouTube. Download YouTube. And listen to it again and again, maybe the whole week. Yes. yes. Mm. You can listen to one message hundred times. 200 times, mm. 300 times, one message. That is what we call soaking into a message. Soaking into a message means listening to it not once but again and again until you can almost tell that, okay, after point number one, pastor talked about and then you preach with him as you follow the message because you have mastered it. That is what derives you the anointing on the man of God. Not what you are currently doing. If you go on YouTube, you see, uh, building a solid spiritual life. You just make a comment. I was in this service. It was very powerful. It was very powerful. Thank you, Papa. No, listen to it. That you are taking notes does not mean you have understood everything that you need to understand. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't have time, but read Proverbs chapter 4. 
chapter 4 verses 1 to 5 and verses 20 to 22 Proverbs chapter 4 verses 1 to 5 and then verses 20 to 22 the last point number 7 sponsors of spiritual depth number 7 association and mentorship Association and mentorship. When you associate with men of depth, you also get motivated to deepen your own work with the Lord. Association and mentorship. When you associate with men of depth, you also get motivated to deepen your own walk with the Lord. Because he who walks with wise people becomes wise. Proverbs 13 verse 20. The Bible says that Iron sharpens iron. Proverbs 27 verse 17. Proverbs 27 verse 17. If you want fire, please get close to people of fire. If you want to be serious with God, Look for those that are serious with God and associate with them. Their seriousness will begin to rub on you. I remember in those days during nights of prayers yes, when prayer is hot and you see that you have feeling sleepy. Around 1am, you would look around in the hall for a brother who is praying fiery prayers. You look around because you know if, if someone is really praying, you know that this one is praying. Yeah. Yeah. When I look at you from here, when you eat, we are praying, we know that this one is serious. This one is not serious. You see it even by their yearning. Their friends are praying and they are yearning. Yeah. So you would look for a brother who is really praying. And then you get hold of his hand. Association. Say it louder. Association. Association. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor if you don't carry fire, I cannot associate with you. I don't associate with deep freezers and refrigerators. I associate with cookers and hot plates. 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 
Jump on your feet, somebody. Give the Lord a shout. Come on, everyone, begin to pray in tongues as we close. Pray in tongues and generate some fire. Pray in tongues and generate some fire. Ya tande re 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 sakaya dada ba 
ya tatakaya ya padaba ya padaba ya padaba ya padaba ya padaba ya padaba ya ya patakata ya daba ya tadadaba ya nderebebebe ya nderebebebe ya taya ya kaya ya kaya ya katadadaba ya nderepeleba sandekete ya dadadaba Yandori baba 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 Thank you Father Yetekada baba baba Yatakada baba baba Jesus Mighty name We have prayed Hallelujah Amen Hallelujah Amen If you are sick in your body put your right hand on your forehead online on ground put your right hand on your forehead you are attending interviews put your right hand on your forehead you are waiting for response to some application could be a job application you submitted business documents maybe you are competing for some tender kandi munafusira nchito kandi business munapanga bid kandi tender ina yake yes you participated in some bid munatengapo gao tender ina yake munapanga submit bid you applied for scholarship munafusira scholarship or you are believing god for the fruit of the womb in your marriage kapena mukubwa kuti mulungu akupatsani mwana mbanjalano put your right hand on your forehead because the power of god wants to address that need in your life father in the name of jesus thank you for power anointing glory presence fire fire the holy ghost Lord I release your touch for the dissolution of every affliction pain sickness disease headaches I cost you now out in the name of Jesus stomach pain skin disease body pain affliction of any kind whatever they call you high blood pressure bp diabetes sugar tumors i curse in the name of jesus i curse in the name of jesus sickness be healed in the name of jesus 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 i declare open doors of employment anchito business my business scholarship my scholarship take them in the name of jesus Whatever application you make. Receive favorable response in the name of Jesus. And soon and very soon. Let there be good news in the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. Because it is done.
in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. I said give the Lord a shout of praise. Please, those of you that had some physical pain in your body, check yourself. Check yourself, check, check yourself. You discover that you've been healed. Amen. Amen. And please, after we close the service, such people should meet Pastor Ronnie so that he can take your testimony. And tomorrow we will read it out. Amen. Amen. I know some of you, you want to wait until morning to really see that uh, the healing is confirmed. Well, we will forgive your doubt. Just make sure that when you come tomorrow, you still see him to register after you have confirmed. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are here, you have been struggling spiritually. And you are saying, Pastor, I need a special prayer for my spiritual life. I'm struggling to pray. I'm not consistent in reading the Bible. Or I'm struggling to overcome a particular sin or bad habit. As I pray, just lift your right hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, see the hands of your children. They are surrendering to you because you are the only one who can help them. Today, right now, I cause that yoke in their lives that has been holding them spiritually in the name of Jesus. Let there be spiritual breakthroughs. Let there be spiritual testimonies. Let there be restoration of the backslider. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Because it is done. In Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. And be seated. Praise the Lord. Let us quickly package our offerings. Our project offerings in the project offering envelopes. And all other offerings in the kingdom investment envelopes. Otherwise, if you wish to give by swiping your card, please signify by raising your hand so Anasha can assist you. For those that have joined the service online and those wishing to give electronically, the payment details are being shown on the screens. And for those that have joined the service via the audio platform, 
You can use Etomane till number 776629. Or Pamba Alternatively, you can use National Bank and the account number is 100-522-6658. 100 And if you brought your auditorium pledges, kindly indicate AP and the amount as you give in the envelopes. Otherwise, for bank transfers for the auditorium pledges, use National Bank account number 100. National Bank. Account number 1088449488. Account number Imene. And the name of the account is PICC Auditorium at Gateway Mall. For those following the service online, the account details are being shown on the screen. If we have packaged our offerings, let us pray. King of glory and Lord of lords, we bless your name, we give you honor. Thank you for this grace again to give. We pray in the name of Jesus. Bless every giver. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Let us give to the glory of the Lord. I have a pleasure to welcome those who are fellowshipping with us for the first, second, or third time. If you are there, you know that this is your first, second, or third time to come to fellowship with us at PRCC. I, I want you to signify by raising your hand so we can welcome you in a special way. Do we have those among us? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Church, let's put our hands together. As I ask our sister to please stand up. Church, please, let's not be jealous. Let's clap our hands to the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Our sister. On behalf of our Father in the Lord, Pastor Esa Banda, and our dear mom, Pastor Mrs. Lois Banda, I want to welcome you to PICC. That is why at the end of the service, we don't want you to go back so fast. You should meet Pastor Roninga Ivali. Who is raising his hand right there. For a brief moment, we want to get to know you more. Praise the Lord. Otherwise, you can sit down. God bless you. And if this is your first, second, or third time and you join the service online, you also should feel welcome. Send us your details via the number that is showing on the screen. And we will reach out to you.
a quick quick uh, few announcements to make. Uh, this is our fifth day of the conference. And the conference continues all the way to the 30th of September. Uh, please be advised that as part of this conference, we'll have a special Holy Communion service this Thursday, the 7th of September. From 5.30pm to 8.30pm. We shall also have a special marital breakthrough service on 16 September 2023. This is going to be a Saturday, so it's going to hold from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Otherwise, our service times for the rest of the conference are as follows. Mondays to Fridays, 5.30pm to 8.30pm. On Saturdays, we are meeting from 5am to 7am. And on Sunday, we are having our usual services. The first service, half past five, in, half, sorry, half past six to half past nine in the morning. Sunday, and the second one from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. You do well not to miss any of these services. Please be reminded that tomorrow from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. And of course, every other day we are having morning glory prayers. You can join physically or online. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you blessed that you came to the house of the Lord? Why don't you stand up, begin to appreciate God for wonderful ministration of the word of God? Bless him, everyone. Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. We worship you, Lord. We, we honor celebrate you. and love we you. We adore you. We magnify we honor you. We honor and glorify your Thank name. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Thank you, mighty Father. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Blessed Thank be you, your holy name. Glory to your name. We thank you, Thank Lord. you, Jesus. We magnify you. We Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Glory to In your name. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you. May he give you peace. Success and prosperity. Open doors on every side. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. The glory of God shall be revealed like never before upon your life. In the name of Jesus. You are arising. You are shining. I said you are arising. You are shining. You are arising spiritually. You are arising in life. You are shining spiritually. You are shining in life. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 23 and verse number 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Masalimo 23.
Ndimea six. Inde ukoma ndijifundo zizani tata masiku ose amoyanga ndipo ndizakala munyumba ya Yehova masiku ose amen god bless you